0: What's up, U.S. soccer fans? Welcome back to the Americans Abroad Podcast, although they were not abroad this week. They were actually playing home and in the international break. I'm Johnny Morton, your host, joined by Cole. Cole, how's your week going?
1: It is going pretty well. It is going? um, It's weird. It's weird. I've watched less soccer this week than probably in a couple months um, i've watched a few i've watched obviously the us games and like a couple other random international games but have not obviously not as many going on just haven't watched too much this no, week. oh it
0: is yeah some of the games have been hard to find that you know you got euro qualifying they're not always easy to Yeah that's what i watch mainly unless you have fubo if you have fubo i think it's you can get it on there uh if you have fubo
1: we... you can watch any soccer game anywhere True. ever
0: all right, before we get into our soccer talk, uh, how about your other memorable sports moments since we last met?
1: Memorable sports moment. That's a yeah. good question. Um, what was memorable for me this weekend? I watched uh, Desmond Ritter throw three inter- – I mean, just three terrible interceptions in the Falcons game.
0: Yeah. He... So bad. <sighs> yeah. He's, no, I, it's – you know, he you threw for over three hundred yards, into, but golly, he just doesn't – get open a
1: can of worms getting into that offense. Yeah, I mean, he it's doesn't so make bad. he doesn't
0: make good decisions, and so we'll just we'll leave him Desmond there. Uh, yeah, that was a bad one. Um, probably mind just two big comebacks in college. I think what well, Colorado was up twenty nine nothing on Stanford and lost. Um, I see that. And then I want an obscure game. Colorado State was down thirty to ten with like just under five minutes to go in the game, and come back and win the game.
1: Wow! I didn't that, see that yeah, that That's was crazy. incredible.
0: It it was a crazy, crazy. Both those games just crazy finishes. So uh, the U.S. not quite as much drama this week. Uh, it was international yeah, I mean, break. Played uh, two we'll friendlies, first it. against Germany, then then against Ghana tonight. And so we're going to hit both of those games. Uh, why don't you start off with Germany, since you're the one who uh, took notes on the Germany game, and I did not.
1: Yeah. So lineup was about what I think I had actually tweeted out a lineup that I would hope to see or predicted. And it was actually the lineup I would said earlier in the week. So it was Turner and Goal. You had, I think I would have rather had Dest on the right, and we'll get to why um, from this game. But um, he was at left back. Then you had Tim Ream, Chris Richards, Joe Scally. The midfield three was Weston, Eunice, and Geo, and then Pulisic, Balogun, and Wea across the front. Um, and I do have good, bad, and uglies that, and they're all actually related to this game, so I can
0: all from kinda, one game. As I talk about okay. it. Okay.
1: Yeah, so I'll – well, I'd come up with these before the game tonight. So we're recording very late here yeah, after yeah, the Ghana game. So
0: so what do you got? What do you got for your good, bad, and ugly from Germany?
1: So um, my good, I will say, was um, Gio Reyna. And I think that's a just good playing. for both games. Uh, just playing. And also he just clearly provides something different that the other midfielders don't – And just his ability to find creative passes and just kind of his product in the final third is just, it's just better than you see from, say, Eunice or Weston when it comes to picking out those passes. And yeah, I think that, and obviously he only played 45 minutes in both games, which I think was smart. I'm glad they did that. I'm glad they didn't push him, but you got to see him. And I appreciated that it was the first half of both games, actually, because it was with kind of the more first choice lineups out there. The tempo was a lot faster in each game before you made subs. And so I think that I was glad to get to see him in that first half and for not playing much and come back from injury. I thought he was really sharp. I think that um, I was wrote down just like a few different times how good it was to see him back in the team just because i was like man he is really good when it comes to just how good he is on the ball and and his ability to kind of those creative little passes once you get kind of past midfield that i think a lot of people struggle
0: to to make um okay we're gonna we're gonna but, you want to talk about him now since you brought him up or you want to wait till later till i have some of my thoughts on Gio as well
1: uh, we, we can talk about that more in the Ghana game. Okay, and I assume that's when you're going to talk about it more.
0: Yeah, I was going to talk about him some from the Germany game because I think some of his deficiencies showed more. And I think uh, you know – we'll just throw it out there real quick. And this is every player you have because, you know, there aren't – we don't have the total package in anybody. Everybody, you're taking strengths, but you're giving up certain weaknesses. And and, and I agree with you. I think he is a, is a midfielder, and I love him in that spot, that number 10 spot. Cause I do think he gives you a creativity and a man, just an attacking advantage that you don't get with anyone else, but he can be a defensive liability and especially against a team like Germany.
1: But I also think like, that's why you play two more true center mids behind him because that's it's not what he's out there to do. Like, you're not playing him to be I understand, a but defensive minded midfielder.
0: No, but you do big, have to give think us something. Problems. You got to give us something on a press sometimes. And he just, he just, you know, he doesn't do that. He's not going to give you that, at least not right now. Well, and also,
1: I also think he's come back from injury. His pace, you know, it's a little bit not going to be there when it comes to defensive pressing, probably. But I think the bigger problem never been
0: that, there for defensive pressing. So.
1: I would say there were much bigger problems with the other two midfielders not really knowing how to – because if they're playing deeper roles like that, uh, this is where I think you miss Tyler in a game like this. And I think there's conversations – I think there are arguments that against certain teams it could be your best lineup without Tyler. Say it's a game where you're really going to have the ball – and you're not quite as worried about the transition moments as you would be against Germany, where you might want a more Eunice-Weston-Geo midfield that's a little more aggressive offensively. Um, But in this game, I just think that you needed someone who recognizes danger. And I think that Eunice and Weston just... And they haven't played kind of deeper together like that too many times other than the Nations League
0: yeah and the competition and so, was not I think, the same yeah
1: and so I think they are learning to still gonna have to learn that position because think of how many times Dest would be out on an island say Sané would get the ball on the left and he would cut inside and there would be so much space on them in the middle of the field where normally I'm thinking Tyler Adams is covering that space he sees the the potential danger of death out wide with a pacey winger. And so that when he cuts inside, Tyler is right there every time. where in this game, it was like Weston and Eunice didn't know where to recognize the danger. They didn't know where potentially the space was going to be when Germany came on the transition. And I just think you really miss someone who is a more defensive minded midfielder. I think we we got stretched thin. The space there was just such a gap between the center backs in there. Well, and
0: there, yeah, I, I, I thought they got a
1: little lost.
0: There was such a, and you go back and you look at it, and, and that's what kills us was almost a hesitancy, and you even saw that sometimes the ball in the box, the one that um that Turner parred away, and uh, yeah, nobody, no U.S. person reacted to that at all. They were just slow. That was, I think that's
1: a bit of my my bad it is. That both outside backs, they while they're good players, they are des certainly. And he's always been like this, and it's just part of who he is. He just turns off once he's not defending the ball. Like yeah. so he would follow the winger coming across, but once it got slipped through, he wasn't following Sane
0: no. No. past uh, yeah. that
1: initial run and scally did the same thing on the the first goal where it kind of poked back out to Gunduan he just didn't track him uh, he didn't follow him after he made the initial pass and so are we going are so we it into it our like, bad yeah yeah yeah
0: okay. so it's like
1: <laughs> no no last ditch defending kind of mentality from either of them and, and and i think that in combination when you had a midfield that wasn't defensively minded that wasn't able to kind of spot those dangerous runs and areas. And so you didn't get quite the pressure on the ball. I just think it's a bad combination. You almost can't play. You almost can't play without a true six. If you're going to play against a team that good with, with outside backs that are going to be more offensively minded and not going to recognize danger in situations like that, because it has felt like when the ball got into the kind of the final third it was like we did turn off a little bit. Everyone was kind of ball-watching. McKinney was ball-watching, Scally, yep. Dest. It was like they all kind of fell asleep. I'm talking about that first goal specifically where kind of Sané right. ran across, poked to Gundogan. It was really nice. Gündo- I mean, I just want to say, okay, Gundogan is, It's un- his quality, as you watch, is unbelievable. Yeah, he's he really, is really so good. good. He is so good. And... It it was a great goal, but it was, like, once he came across, we kind of just kept letting him glide across, and then finally Musa stepped, and it's, like, they just had two kind of quick passes, and both Chris Richards finally stepped up, but it was, like, everyone else kind of fell asleep. And it was just, like, there was that mentality of, like, last ditch kind of doing whatever it takes, getting back. Like, it just kind of didn't seem like it was there in, in that game. Um
0: no, and, I so agree. That was, and you talk about, you know, if you're staying with the bad and, you know, the second goal, again, I think it was uh, Dest being turned off and not, and where everybody else steps up, he keeps him on side. Oh, they,
1: yeah, he just, and he, and it's, you and saw he, the he, other he, side of it tonight.
0: You knew that he was like, you see, you knew that he knew he was. Guilt oh, jab, but he just puts his head down and walks to the center circle for the kickoff after the goal. Well, and,
1: and you, you see both sides of it. Like tonight he was all like so good going forward. Yeah, Just, um, I mean, he had a couple runs where he was just gliding by people. And, and so you see both sides of it and it's like, you kind of have to live with that. That's part. And you got to balance your team a little bit to kind of. yeah play with a player like that, but he does bring a lot going forward that is really useful in the attacking third. I mean, his combination with Leia is really good, them going forward. Yeah, tonight. And so it's...
0: It's a, it's a trade-off. It's just... A,
1: yeah, and so I didn't think Scaly was great because he doesn't bring as much going forward, and he just didn't have a very good defensive game. And so I I, I didn't think he had a great game. Obviously, it's a really good team. So it's, it's a little bit harder to judge and i'm not it was no one player's fault in that game it was just a little bit of a growing pains that a little naivete when it comes to transition and we uh just closing down really good players when you get into that final third that we didn't do very well and i think part of and it, i will say when Luca came on in the second half we kind of tried to play a flat three midfield yeah, yeah. and it just didn't work it is it, it, the Spacing didn't work. They had no ability to go forward out of that three. Yeah, I'm not and, real sure
0: he. They wanted. They were meant to do that. They just sort of fell into that because even Burhalter said they were disorganized defensively. that, yeah, that was it just, a problem.
1: And it seemed. It just seemed like they didn't know with all three of them kind of playing a flat three where to be defensively and who to step to balls, how to yeah, close yeah. down, and it got areas. where nobody
0: stepped to balls.
1: And and it just looked. It just looked like a, a confused midfield. But I I think there were positives. The first half, I another thing I would say is we well, looked.
0: You skipped your ugly. If we there looked was one. not
1: over. No, I'll come back to that. We didn't look overrun. Like, you know, that first half we looked no, we like actually, we could
0: compete. We, it, was, it was a great back and forth. And I think we actually, those sort of. You know, once again, we, man, we got chances. that early goal and again I think we relaxed and sort of allowed Germany to come back in. And then second and part of the problem too, when you think of the second half, you don't care. Anytime you start making changes to the team, which you would not do during Definitely. a regular game, it's gonna change everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, taking off GO clearly changed the game in a sense of we just didn't have an outlet to help. Yeah. Keep the ball and progress it forward.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, and that's
1: hurt us a lot. But I think our the pace was unbelievably fast that first 35 minutes of yeah. the first half. I mean, it was a race. I mean, it was just a track meet up and down the field. And it was honestly so fun to watch as just a fan that kind of game, that first half. It was they were just, it was like Germany would come down with a chance and we would go back down the other side with a chance. And it was just electric pace. Um, I think I'd like, I think one, the ugly for me um, is, and I've this ugly, we're going to keep getting better at it. We are still could clearly see struggling to find ways to get Balogun the ball. Um, I think that, we And I think is going to help that problem
0: a lot. Yeah, because I agree. he is think clearly, you, you see. I think you saw that tonight see, in the Ghana game.
1: But I think we're still slow to recognize there were opportunities where, say, Musa would get on the ball, and he would have a split second or two where he might could have slid Balogun through, and it's like he waits a half second, and he takes the easy pass out wide or drops it back. And I think we're still learning how to play with a – high level striker like that who when he sees the ball turned over he immediately knows the space to be in and we're just not always finding it and I think you could tell Balogun was frustrated because he had so little touches in that first half yeah. and obviously second half too and so I think that was it's just growing pains so it was an ugly for that game is how little he got involved um
0: yeah and, and the, and the reality is he's only this is only the like what? Second, really, second window.
1: Yeah, this was that his sixth appearance tonight.
0: Yeah, so you know, and you have that's the the hard thing. You have two weeks to, if that the whole window and very little time. Do you know you get to really work together? So, um, oh, I'm I'm with I, I you. Think I, it'll it's come. Not, I'm
1: not. That's not a long. That's not a long term. No, it is. Can, it's all. just
0: it's growing pains for sure. Figure, hey, how you have it, this new tool? How the heck do you use it? Someone, I heard and someone co- tell. I heard someone uh compare it to Sorry, having like ahead. getting the iPhone 15 and it's got all these cool features, right. but you really don't know about them yet.
1: Yeah, you've been using the eight and you just have no idea, yeah, how to. And it, it really does. We haven't had a striker, just see that finish tonight, just how coolly he turned and just ripped it in the upper corner. Yep. We just haven't had a striker like that in a while who is that good in his movement and he's that crisp on the ball and finishing. And so it's like learning how to spot that pretty elite movement in behind defenders and in really small spaces. Yeah. Is, is, is a learning thing. And I think that's why Greg keeps starting that front three together. Cause he wants to give them more reps. He wants them to be getting a ton of time together. And so. Um, I, I'm not discouraged by that. It just, I think is a growing pain, but.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, let's go back to the game and I'll give you, I really don't even have a bad, a bad I guess I would agree with you that whole second half was bad. Um, but you got to talk about Christian and this, that uh, yeah, I went... just that incredible run that he had and just going across yeah, well... their defense and making that.
1: And he kind of made up for what should have been a goal about two minutes before let's talk about that for just a second because (laughs) actually what was great on that was the passage of play was really beautiful to create that chance Uh,
0: the ugly could be his uh his dive oh they may have gotten a bit there may have been a little contact but
1: i think he might have gotten slightly touched but it was i would as an unbiased opinion i don't think
0: no it did not deserve it didn't deserve a penalty
1: but The buildup was really beautiful, Um, and I think it was an exciting passage of play, and then Balogun kind of fires it across, and you're thinking, oh, he is at the penalty, and his touch just let him down. His touch let him down. He was trying to round the keeper, took a bigger touch, and I don't think he was trying to – he was definitely not trying to do that, take a touch that big.
0: no. And
1: I think he was thinking maybe he barely got touched or thinking the contact was coming – um, and it was a good for him that he made up for it, um, about two minutes, three minutes
0: later. So. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise people have been talking about that is, his, yeah, uh, it was, and
1: it happened so fast afterward that almost you couldn't sit and think about it because, yeah. and it, and it was kind of a simple, like, I think Weston played in the Balogun, he just kind of touched it over to Polisic on the end line. And Pulisic just kind of burst through past the defender, and just kind of kept going towards the center of the goal. And I mean, just ripped a curler, yep. right in the corner. It was what a it was, what a goal. I mean,
0: yeah, it really was. That was just fantastic. Uh, it was world class. It really was. And you know, and it's so fun and, to be able to watch him when he does that and doesn't try to. You know, sometimes you think he dribbles too much and trying to get by people right. and, you know, so it was sort of fun yeah. to watch him do that. So that was good.
1: And it was almost one where, like, no one stepped up. Kind of some of the problems we had on yep. our defensive side is they kind of kept letting him go yep. after he ran by the it's outside like passing back him and on he to just the other kinda, guys, yeah. Yeah, and he just said, okay, I'll just rip it. And I, it is funny, I, like, He had that goal for Milan at the very beginning of the season that was kind of outside the box that he ripped. Yeah. But I didn't know this was, like, in his arsenal to regularly score goals like that. Um, But he seems to be doing it this year, which is honestly really, really encouraging just as he develops as a winger, that that's kind of something he's put in his arsenal is the ability to not only dribble by people and be a good-timed run who can finish in the box, but also like he's got that ability to kinda step in and hit one from twenty five
0: yards. Yeah, I think a lot of it's just confidence. I think it's obvious he's having fun. Right. I mean you look back at that dysfunctional Chelsea team and I don't think anybody was having fun on the team. Nobody could score. They still can't score. Um and they are just, better,
1: but they can't score just
0: showing such a difference about you know, how location and feeling wanted and just having fun in your game again and how he's playing that way.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that was most of my thoughts on the Germany game. I was, I I mean, I wasn't 100% discouraged because I thought the first half was a good half, and then I thought we just lost our composure a little bit. The subs didn't help, and... Yeah, they did. And so that's why I think it's
0: so hard to judge. You know, if you were going to judge anything, it would be really the end of the first half. And we've already talked a little bit about that. Second half, I think you got to throw away just because of some of the things you already mentioned. I think throwing in the subs just totally disjointed it. Um, you know, you love Luca and he works hard, but he doesn't have geos touch or control or creativity or any of that. Yeah. And um, we needed
1: an outlet there and yeah. we didn't have
0: one. No, no absolutely. Um, and and the bottom line is, and, you know, I was listening, to, you know, obviously we listen to other shows and listen to what they say. And, you know, one of the shows they had callers in and they were just, there was just sort of real negative. And it's like, you know, hey, when is the U.S. going to really come up and, and, you know, overachieve and do better? the reality is if you look at those rosters and you're going to pick a, a combined starting 11, most of them are coming from Germany. Yeah. And they're just, they're just better. They have more better players. I, and, yeah, and the I was bottom thinking line, this. you know, it, it's almost like, and we'll take a we'll take a, you know, from college football, Man, you without having the horses you're just not gonna win consistently and we're we're not there yeah. yet we're we're good I mean we're I think we're great we're in that you know around that 15 that second top 10 second 10 level I think I
1: think we're right around that upper echelon behind some of those really good teams and just not quite there yet
0: no and, and we can we can play you know you saw us do it against England in the world Cup um right. and then we just sort of you know, wet the bed against the uh, Netherlands, but uh, you know, I, I I do think it's encouraging. And I think you know, and now you've got a Balligan. You're going to have a you know two players that you just didn't see in the World Cup. You got Balligan and um, Gio.
1: Right, and we I think you see that is that's talented a huge attacking players.
0: Yeah, and those are so, ta- those are the talented ones that could play. So
1: so I I agree, and it. I think that, and I'd, we don't say that is, I think that this team can really achieve and make a, a lot of noise in this next World Cup and in the tournaments upcoming, because I do think it's a really young, talented team. And I think, especially as having a team that's going to play together for a long time, yeah. that's going to have the sharpness as a unit is going to be really key. But I do think it's still a work in progress. And people are, I understand, people are not very patient with that. But, um, I also think that I was thinking about this earlier. Yeah, it's like I was even thinking about the midfield problem, and Tyler might not play, who knows, for a while. Um, But even if Tyler slots in there, it's like he has his limitations going forward. I'm like, there's not a perfect answer that we have the kind of defensive mid that can cover the ground, but then also is Jude Bellingham or Declan Rice going forward. It's like we just don't have that kind of player. It is just – what it is and so you have to put together a midfield that can do those things but we just don't have the a top five midfielder that can be a two-way midfielder like that and that's just that's just how it is all right that hey that's a great
0: segue before we talk about the Ghana game and you mentioned this to me earlier today um my mind just went blank he just retired England? Oh, no, no. Michael Bradley. <laughs> Michael Bradley. I was thinking of his dad, and I'm thinking of his dad. That's not his name. Yeah, Michael Bradley. And you, Congratulations,
1: you know, retirement.
0: He retired. He's retiring last game, Toronto, and he'll be done with it. Obviously, he's been done internationally for a while. But, you know, you're talking about that a defensive midfielder who could advance the ball. And at his prime, he was awesome at doing that.
1: Yeah, he was. He, um, he doesn't get the respect he probably deserves because he's been tarnished by that World Cup. and by yeah, A lot of them. And have. by coming to MLS as early as he did. Uh, yeah, I didn't but realize he was there, there for was, 10
0: years in MLS.
1: Yeah, but I would say there was about a six-year period between with like 2010-2014 World Cup where he yep. at his prime was a really, really good midfielder just yeah, i was all gonna around, say if you consistent would consistent player if we
0: had him today i would take him in a heartbeat
1: yeah I, it'd be interesting i'm curious i i do think he would probably slot in to this midfield
0: yeah i think, I think he think would he gets, too. at this, at he this doesn't point at this point
1: he doesn't have the ground coverage that tyler has defensively especially late in his career he lost his legs a lot I well, think. that
0: that happens as and we just, as we all get old, putting,
1: you know. But it just couldn't put pressure on the ball. Yeah, those last couple of years at all, which really hurt him. But his passing just always has been a just really good passer of the ball.
0: Yeah, he um, was great at breaking lines, playing at that six when he played back there, and and that's uh, right now we but, don't have that at all. Yeah,
1: and so and so, Weston can do that often. But he's just not a he's just a different kind of midfielder. He he's a more of a a box crashing than like a true deep lying playmaker. Yeah, he's agree. just he. But he does have good passing ability. But um, yeah. Congrats to Michael Bradley on a
0: yeah. It was successful a, it was a great even career, and you know he's always it didn't end get how it. we it. No, and I feel bad for them. But, for that, suc- but hey,
1: but a good but a good career overall. Definitely a USMNT legend.
0: All right, let's talk about the next game, Ghana. Oh, Let me just – I will say this. You know, a lot of Burhalter. you know, there's people who just hate Burhalter, and they're just going to look for any time that, you know, we don't do anything what they think is good. And I'm sure they thought we should beat Germany. Um, You know, he's got the – he has got the highest winning percentage of any U.S. men's coach ever. He is – brought guys in he's put together a team the players seem to love him they love each other they play well you've got great team chemistry um you know and the, and, and the reality is players have to perform and I mean you know when you look at some of the things that happened in that Germany game you know I guess you'd say well he's the one who put the players out there yeah but those were some of our better players and they don't respond. They don't react. They're slow. They're not taking it. That's not necessarily on him. They've got to sit there and play the game as well.
1: Well, and I, I'm probably not, I'm not as high. I'm, I'm probably more down on Berhalter than you are. But I'm also, I mean, in the the noise on social media stuff so it's a bit ridiculous. Um, yeah. It for is. me, I'm like he. It, it's not about to change. So I'm like, I just. It, it it is what it is. I no, and I care. agree. If we if we like, totally
0: tank out in the Copa, first we got to make it to the Copa America, and that's what the Nations League yeah, games I, coming up in November. If we, if tank, we tank out, out that, then there's they'll switch. We should it. get a change. Yeah, there yeah, should. And I be. agree. I that is going to be that, a much bigger test than friendlies against Germany and Ghana.
1: Well, and I and I do. I mean, the winning percentage thing. Well, that is. I mean. Great, I do. I mean, he does. He does have more talent than we've had at his disposal. I would say than many cycles in the yeah, past. Yeah, I agree.
0: Some, but you uh, look Yeah, I know, but you look at the. No, it is. It is more talented. The it 2010
1: is top to bottom.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree, it but is, I agree, but then everything else. You go back then, and CONCACAF, and everything else. It was basically two teams. It was United States, Mexico, yeah, Costa Rica, sometimes uh CONCACAF yeah. is much stronger you've got Canada playing now you know it's I think it's I think it's tougher I think all over it is so but anyway that's a discussion for another time and because for the meantime he's gonna be the coach and he's gonna stay there and we've just spent 30 minutes on Germany um all right let's look at you know you said you didn't watch the game as in much detail I was able to watch it a little bit more uh I was watching
1: with friends yeah I, I watching, know Casey I shouted him out on the podcast. We All were right. uh, we were
0: watching. Go okay, Casey. Um, obviously, 4 nothing score. Game was over in the first half. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, there's some. The second half
1: was a snoozer.
0: It was. The only thing to talk about there is some of the subs that came in. You finally saw Maloney got his first uh, yeah. playing time. Uh, so, I was That's interested like a half. in watching him. It's just hard
1: to take anything out of that second half there's so many subs and I know, the game was for us so there's no energy like, oh, what? It's just, but
0: you can watch individual players that's really all about The second half definitely. let's talk about the first half uh let's get the lot of good we're gonna get the ugly out of the way i still think that is one of the worst jerseys i've ever seen that white oh, well wing bat wing jersey or whatever that is up on the collar in that that's that's just yeah, ugly. I cannot wait till they get rid about, of those. You're
1: talking about the ones we wore tonight?
0: Yeah, the ones we wore tonight.
1: Oh, they're fine. They're fine. No, they're
0: not. They're terrible.
1: If you want to talk about bad jerseys, Ghana, because Pumas, all their World Cup jerseys, are some of the most atrocious jerseys I've ever seen. They we're like not They will get big name tags. <laughs> they will get that big name tags on the <laughs> middle of their jersey. They're horrible.
0: That's okay. So I don't care about Ghana. I care about the U.S. The jerseys are ugly. They need to go. We need to get into the next cycle's jersey. So they got to be better than these. Um, All right, get that out of the way. uh, You want me
1: to say the lineup real quick?
0: Yeah, give the lineup. It was was basically Dest on the right instead of the left. Lund. Yeah, which I prefer. Lund came in. Lund
1: on the left. I didn't really care who played left back. I just wanted Dest on the right. And Lund was... Yeah, I think him in Um,
0: combination with Weah is... You lost that at the last game. Yeah, um, I just
1: well, that is interesting. That's where he always plays.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like,
1: why not play Scally on the left?
0: Uh, my thinking is, I think they thought that Dest at least his speed and everything was going to be better with Sane, but I don't really know. And you know, Scally does he he's playing more on the right than he does on the left.
1: No, definitely. Where Gia, I mean, I'd I'd where Dest is, has played
0: both for. Uh, he still plays mainly right, but he's played both for PSV.
1: He's played a lot of left at PSV, but every time he plays for the US, he's been pretty bad at left back. I think he's good yeah. on the right. He's been terrible on the left every yeah. time.
0: Okay. So, um, and then we'll it just...
1: was Richards and Robinson, Turner and Goal. Um, you had a midfield of Eunice, Gio, and um. Johnny Cardoso. Yeah, and then same front three is the uh, first game. Okay. And I was I was glad to see a. I wanted to see a midfield with Gio and a true six. Uh, that was something we hadn't seen. What that would look like, and yeah, I was glad I that we got to see that finally.
0: And and I really think, and I hope in the future that he keeps that's where he plays Gio. And I know that everybody's talked about what are you going to do when all of all those guys are healthy, when, you know, Tyler, Musa, Weston and Gio are all healthy. I think that uh, if you had to tell me, I think the first two, if they're all healthy, I think you put Gio there. And I think Tyler at the back and then one of Weston or whoever you decide, Um, I think they sit.
1: I'm a little bit undecided. I think. For me, Geo's the one you have to play. I just think he provides something different, and I just think we'd need that. Um, I think Tyler depends on the game. I think he is a must-play in a game like the Germany one and someone who might, for large stretches of the game, have the ball, dominate possession, or is going to be just killer on their counters. I just think Tyler is necessary definitely in those games, and I would have him starting in a big game like that. I can see where a game where we really dominate the ball and you're not quite as concerned about the counter that you might play a Eunice Weston midfield. But I think I do agree generally. Well, the reality is you're
0: going to be more concerned about the counter against teams that tend to bunker in against than a Germany, who Germany is going to be on the front foot the whole time, mostly. I still think Adams, I'd say Adams McKinney, and i pick your take your pit between Moose and Weston. Um oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah Gio. Yeah, I um yeah, I mean I don't disagree. Oh, I just I've seen that three of Weston and Unison and Gio control the game against Mexico and Canada and just not have problems in the transition. Yeah. Or and and those teams just haven't had the ball for long stretches against us. Where you saw in that Germany game, clearly there were problems defensively with the midfield against a team like that. So that's yeah, why I I'm agree. like I can't I can get away with playing Mexico without Tyler. Not that we should, but I, I don't think you should against say a Germany.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree. I just think Tyler just everything he brings to it when he's healthy. I just think the the cover he gives you, the energy he gives you. He's the captain. He's the yeah, vocal. I, I, I generally agree. He's the vocal That's, leader. I would and, him. Yeah. So and and, 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 and I guess and part of that was part of that was watching Musa and. You know, he's he's got energy. He shows up and he plays hard and he can he can carry the ball. His passing is just
1: He doesn't have Geo's ability in the final. No, three he doesn't when he passed the ball.
0: No, he doesn't have that. He he just misses. He he tonight he had giveaways tonight that could have been bad. Luckily they weren't. Um
1: and, and he is so young. He's gonna be a fantastic player. Yeah. But he, he's gotta grow. He's gotta grow. Yeah. But we're never going to get all four of them healthy, so it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so it really never, doesn't matter. That's probably true that They're going to all four there. be healthy.
0: That's never. probably true. It's never going to happen. All right, let's go. Uh, Reyna, two goals tonight. Um, you know, some of those just being in the right place at the right time. Uh, it was the the first goal, uh, Balligan shoots, deflection, yeah. and Geo's there. Uh, you look at,
1: I thought Balogun was good too.
0: Yeah. I think all three of all, all four up top. Yeah. If you count, you know, you put way up there. It was, they were dynamic. They scored. They did not stop. They kept pushing. They kept pushing. They were in good spots, good places, even on that first goal. If you watched it uh, and they mentioned it during the game, you know, Polisic makes that run to the back post, they have to follow him and that leaves Geo just wide open there to get the rebound and yeah. just drill it in there. Um I think again, I think I think you did see more of Baligan tonight and showing up in places and Geo finding him. Definitely. Um and
1: that is can be just a bit of getting better, a bit of opponent and not being quite as good at closing him down in his spacing. But
0: one of the good things tonight, though, very encouraging. Of, uh, and I think in all of it is, hey, they took their chances where they played against other teams and they haven't, they've had chances and they hadn't been precise. They hadn't been clinical. And tonight they were when they had the chances, they took yeah. them and they made something of them. So that was really good. Uh, moving on. Uh, I love, you know, if you watch when way, got the penalty, just the interaction between him and Gio. And the, you know, the quick touches and moving in there, and the guy didn't, you know, that's it awesome. was clear foul. uh Nice middle PK for Pulisic. I'm surprised more guys don't just do that because inevi- inevitably keepers dive. They just do. They guess and they go. And if you delay just long enough, that middle's going to be wide open pretty much well, every time. And I think
1: that's the thing. you got to delay a little bit. You yeah. can't just run up and –
0: Smack no, run up it. and you drill give it little down bit the middle. Of no, a, a, a I agree. Hesitation. I agree.
1: I also this um the ruthlessness of that front four does I mean, it just it does feel like against teams we're better than, we're gonna just continue to you be can, more dominant because yep. they're gonna be so clinical. Where maybe in the past we haven't had the, the ruthlessness or the clinical players to to finish up front in games against teams we should beat, where this feels like we might be piling it on against teams we should be beating um and so it's really the next step is getting results against good teams,
0: yeah, which we really won't have a chance until next summer
1: for a while,
0: yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a while before we do that uh let's talk about what else uh again, you already talked about a little bit earlier. You know, Wea, great pass, makes that quick wow. turn. But, again, like you said, he was he was so Weah. calm. Baligan was just so calm and composed and knew exactly what he was doing. You know, when I first saw it, before I saw the replay, I, I almost thought the ball got away from him, but he didn't. He just – it was deliberate, made that turn, quick, in the goal. He, is,
1: he did that. The easiest 180 with the just rolling the ball on the bottom of his foot as you yeah. can do. Yeah, he really
0: it. did. It was beautiful and fun to watch that. Um, I um,
1: wish to give a shout out to Tim Lea. I thought he was actually really good in both games, Um, the, at least the first half against Germany. His pace, man, when he gets a ball and pokes it by an outside back, he was giving Germany's left back all kind of trouble that first half the amount of times where he poked it by the guy and just blew by him towards the end line.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was that is one thing and you know the speed that we have is there's not a lot of teams that can match that. Um, um
1: the Miami Dolphins, the, Mi- with, uh, okay. Hill and Jay the Miami Okay. The Miami Dolphins
0: can do that. Okay. <laughs> go go and, Dolphins. Uh,
1: <laughs> Devon Devon a Chain, they can they can match us
0: um what other things would you mention about tonight I mean I think there were just so many good things all around I think both Rain and that first half Rain and Pulisic both covered lots of ground they popped up in different places all the time um which was fun to see and fun to watch I think they were making runs one thing you saw against Germany the other night we we're doing all these crosses and there was like you know, there's nobody there, nobody at a back post or anything. Yeah. Tonight, I think we had that covered. We played sound. You had guys moving without the ball, that uh, that really opened things up and forced Ghana's defense to to make choices and make decisions. Things that I think we haven't done sometimes in the past. Um, I thought
1: Richards and Miles were good tonight, but it's hard to take as much from this game. Yeah. You just- just not near the amount of dangerous opportunities coming at them like there were against Germany. I thought Turner was really good in both games. Um,
0: he was. I he made that, he made good saves against Germany. I don't think yeah. he had much of a chance on any of the ones, the goals. He had,
1: well, he had one good chance tonight that was that he had a really good save.
0: From oh, that the was great. Outside that was the box. Great. Really the,
1: good save.
0: I think the thing that I liked about Turner is he's calm back there in that, but I love the way that he's – he get when the opportunity is there, he gets things started quick. I mean, you go back to the political yeah. goal against Germany. He's the one who started that off with his pass out of the back. You can tell well, that comes from his baseball well, that, background.
1: That must have been an intention of us. We wanted to play fast that first half because he would get the ball, and, I mean, he is running to the box and just chunking it out wide immediately. Yeah. So fast.
0: Well, it's great. I like it that you can get there and, you know, catch them in that transition. It's always going to be harder for the other team if they're going backwards.
1: Also, that uh, that Germany game, do we think uh, Pulisic had a goal wrongly taken away in the first five minutes? Yeah, I think it the... was.
0: I th- I think it was. I,
1: it was terrible from the broadcast. We never got an angle of the entire back line. All nope. you could see was the one center back, which didn't tell you anything. Yeah. And... And I mean, they said the U.S. said after the game that they had a full video and that he was onside. So yeah. that was a bit
0: disappointing. Yeah, that would have um, made a good difference. by him. Yeah, I mean, you go if you're finish. up two nothing, that's a big difference. Uh, what about yeah. the the last goal by by it was that was one of the weirdest situations that I'd ever seen, where the Ghana guy oh, where just the guy sat on the he bo- just sat yeah. on the ball. I don't think I've ever seen see that.
1: You don't see indirect free kicks closer than the penalty spot very often.
0: No, that would you know, and I've seen I've seen them not not at this level. I've seen them in high school all the time. Would get high school. Like that.
1: That's the last time I've seen one <laughs> that close to the goal.
0: And uh, that was bizarre. And I thought it was really finish, clever. Though. It was clever the way that yeah. they did it. I mean, literally, it went in that short little what a three foot space went from Balligan to Polisic to Gio. And uh,
1: yeah, maybe maybe Polisic to Balogun to Gio. I can't remember, but yeah, it no, was it was it was, it it was, was, it was to Polisic to Gio. Okay, so yeah, Polisic gets it, the assist he, on that. Good finish, I thought. He, I mean, it's all you could do is try and roof it,
0: yeah, roof so, it. <laughs> and it yeah, I wasn't sure they're gonna be able to, but they did great. Uh, so that was sort of a fun little thing. Um, you know, obviously. Yeah. You saw the difference in competition. Just that you know, they're a young team. Um, they're pretty disorganized, as you could see, uh, they've, and
1: they've got talent. Like they got Partey and Kudos out there, and Anaki yep. Williams and IU. But they just disorganized as like their back line was pretty bad in that yep. first half. There were so many times we play over the top, and just so much space for yep. Way and Blissick and Balogun on the ball and Gio was just having a field day, just chipping balls over that back line out wide, just turning in the middle of the field.
0: I think one of the things in looking back and just thinking about that first half again, again, second half, we're not going to talk a whole lot about. Um, yeah, I love their commitment to play out of the back, uh, you know, especially against teams like Ghana, where you want to control the ball, and and, and they did. And they're patient, and... You know they look good. Lund, I um, was trying to figure out a way to describe it. Not the quickest guy in the world for sure. Yeah. Uh, no. But he's sort of he's sort of steady and solid. And uh, yeah,
1: he, um, I would hope we develop another backup left back eventually. Yeah, um, I, I think so too. But he's he's fine. He's he's not bad. He um he hadn't really. So far, done anything to lead to a goal in his appearances. Or no, he hadn't, like he hadn't, so he hadn't been, really
0: made mistakes. There's times when he plays it safe, uh, but that's okay better than, than than making a mistake, I think. Um, no, I Especially I when you got a lead like they had. Um, Turner, again, we mentioned that one. Really good save. A little bit of a deflection. That was probably his best save of both of these games uh, was that. I think that was even better than anything yeah, he had in the good. Germany game.
1: It, it was a good save. It was um,
0: a save. Real- Anything else about the first half, we'll just run real quick through the second half here.
1: What'd you think about Cardoso? um i d- I didn't watch him specifically
0: too much. I, I mean, I tried to, but because they didn't you know, they didn't really give you anything going forward. Well he was mainly picking up the ball like in their
1: half, yeah. So it wasn't like he was cleaning up a lot of counterattacks or anything.
0: No, it was actually, to be honest, the second half you saw more when, you know, I was really watching Maloney when he came in. He got his first cap for the U.S. And I think, um, and and watching him and, you know, I was actually, I was mildly pleased with him. Uh, just not
1: paying attention. Yeah. I, I, that's
0: like I said, like you said, the, the second half was sort of crazy. So I'm just took that advantage just to watch him, uh, Always taking up good positions. Um, you know, he's an outlet for both from the back and from people in front. And, you know, I thought he, you know, he was only in there. He's in there, what, 25 minutes, something like that, I think. Yeah. But uh, he's a true six. And, you know, yeah, looks I think. He like we... a,
1: a big physical guy. He, he looks is like big. A big.
0: He's a big guy. Yeah. He's a big guy. He's, he, you know, in the Bundesliga, he's really good on aerial duels. Um, I would imagine. So, uh, you know, I think he could be a solid defensive presence there. You didn't get any chance to see if he could make any, you know, breaking passes at all. Uh, most of his passes were either sideways or there. They got a few that he was moving forward with him. But, and again, I, almost like he didn't do anything to hurt us. Uh, yeah, I don't think which, he hurt which, him. Which hurt was us good. Stuck.
1: I mean, I think he's – he'll be – if he gets minutes going for it, it'll be those kind of minutes, like 20 minutes into a game or closing out a game.
0: Yeah, I I agree. When you just want somebody to be solid back there and and hopefully keep them from getting anything. Uh, Yeah. Other sort of fun things to see – You know, I think Pepe works hard. You saw that one little thing where harassing and stole the ball from the keeper. Yeah, Um, I hate
1: hate it for him that we now, we haven't had a striker for years, and now all of a sudden we have a really good striker, and and he's been playing good, but he's just not going to get the minutes because Balogun's so good that it's, which is sad for Pepe because I think he is a really capable, really good young striker. And yeah. to be fair, you need a second striker. Balling's not going to play every game. You never know about injuries. He's going to sub in a lot of games. He's going to still score meaningful goals for us, but he's not going to get the the leading of the line that you he he would have if he was playing like this two years ago. Yeah, but it's leading sweet into to the have World Cup two last year,
0: nice young strikers that really have potential to really grow and get better. So, yeah, um, you know, I think some of the things you saw that again, you're sort of looking at individuals in that Dest, uh I mean, you saw that you know, almost you could, to be honest, you could imagine if we played a back three, Dest would be that would be perfect for Dest that he could he wouldn't That'd have to worry much about defense. You don't have to worry much about still, defense, and he yeah. can just go forward, forward, forward. And he's got such control of the ball at his feet. And you saw that tonight again, uh, just that close control that he has and, you know, just really frustrating had, Ghana. So
1: if we had better center backs, I think there'd be a good argument for a back three.
0: Yeah, we don't have – we thing have a we hard time finding two sometimes. I agree.
1: We just don't – because I think Anthony and Dest are two ideal wing backs. Yeah, we just don't have good center backs.
0: Yeah, and yep. you
1: just can't play a. I mean, I guess you.
0: Well, we don't, have, we don't have we don't have better there. than two
1: average center backs.
0: Yeah, I mean, right now <laughs> it seems like maybe. I don't even know. Maybe you get four center backs back there, but who knows? Um, what do you mean? USA is up three to one in the. Uh, I know. The I Olympic saw that team. That's good. U23. That's sweet. So that's good.
1: I saw a lot of people saying they. We're thinking Japan might win this game because Japan's just youth teams are typically really good. Yeah, and their senior beg- team right now is they really good Japan's senior team.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: So, but we're, we're obviously cooking them.
0: So, uh, so what would you give us this a grade for this window? If you're going to give a grade overall.
1: Um, I think if you took away the Germany second half, it'd be like a, a minus, but but because of that, it's probably like it. It's like a, it's like
0: a B. I think a B I agree. Yeah, I agree. It was, it was
1: good. Not great.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you know, the, the biggest thing was it was, uh, even though, yeah, Ghana's been consistently a team that makes it to the world cup from Africa. This team is nothing like some of the ones they've had in the past. So. At least not no, at this point.
1: defensively, defensively, they were just not, not great.
0: And i I will give uh I'll give Burhalter credit because I think it was really wise playing starting Geo both games. And I do, could and I easily know if it would be. Yeah, he easily could have made the decision. Hey, we got to limit his minutes. We're going to bring him off the bench. But I think, like you had said earlier, the idea of playing him, who's obviously easier one of your top three most skilled players out there and letting him play with those guys and seeing what can they do? What can they develop is you're going to need that in the future.
1: And one of the most encouraging things I think from the window was seeing him play with the guys and really step right into pretty good form. Yeah. And hopefully
0: we can put all that crap from the past behind everything, all the mess from the world cup, you know, and I know that, you know, Burhalter came out and praised him in the training and talked about how hard he was working. And, you know, Gio, you, you grow up. You grow up and you're more mature yeah. and you make better I mean, decisions.
1: He was, he was a kid.
0: Um, coming up this weekend, uh, we start back everything. Uh, probably if you're a Americans Abroad fan, probably the game to see is Sunday is Juventus against Milan. Well oh, yeah. Hopefully we'll have four Americans, four Americans starting. Yeah, that, that which will be kind of crazy to think about. Um
1: I um I'll release on Twitter a breakdown later this week of what I normally do of all the American games on the okay. weekend. So be on the lookout for that. Well US just scored again the U twenty three is up four one now. Wow. Just cooking Japan.
0: That's this guy's uh I don't know. I can't tell who I don't know who anybody is on this twenty three game, so
1: there's some there's oh, some guys guy who this Bus- guy scored tw-
0: this is this guy's second goal at least
1: Lucio is playing you got um who else going to see out there uh who's that number 9 that? oh that's Jack McGlinn's the guy who just served in that ball and he's got a silky left foot let me just tell yeah, you
0: yeah he's good
1: um he's got a silky left foot there was
0: yeah Paxson
1: Aronson started i know um and uh benjamin kramashi started yeah it's, yeah um but i'm not sure who nine is but anyway um one other thing is uh reggie can obviously i'm deep in the you know what's going on in the qpr world reggie cannon played for the uh like development team today so he's getting minutes and the people on twitter like for the love of all things, please tell me he can play at the weekend. Like, cause our <laughs> right back's really bad. So it's like, for oh, please. That's so, great. Uh, but I think he's, I think he's still a week away. Go probably Reggie. playing for the first team, but I imagine he'll slot right into the starting lineup pretty soon for them. So that's good.
0: Good. Good. All right. Um, so we're back there. let us uh, We've been doing this for a while now, so let's end as we usually do with some trivia. And we'll see if you get the first one. If you get it quick, then we will uh, go to the bonus question. And these are all dealing with the World Cup because that's what we're pointing to is the 2026 World Cup hosted by... Right. Mexico, Canada, and the USA. All right. I'm ready. All right. Okay. What is the best finish the U.S. has ever had at a World Cup? Which World Cup was it? And which round did we lose in? Um, I
1: think it's 1930.
0: Is that right? That's correct. Third, how far did we go? Fourth. I don't third know. Third or fourth? I, yeah, I don't know exactly. Peace I don't third. know if they had a play. I don't know if they did. They made it to this where they made it to the semis. Yeah, where they lost to Brazil. I don't know. Ar- close Argentina six oh, to had one. Had to be one of them. They lost oh, to Argentina know. six to one. There were thirteen teams in that first World Cup.
1: I was going to ask how many people played. I was like, it was much less. I know.
0: Yeah, there are only 13. We won our group, and uh, I guess you won your group and you immediately went to the semifinals. So there were only four groups.
1: Our best modern finish is definitely quarters.
0: Yes. 2002. Yes. And that was the controversial handball game that we lost Criminal. to Germany 1 0. Yes. Um, all right. So you got that really quick. All right. Here you go. Who are the, we have played four opponents in the World Cup more than anybody else. Who are those four opponents? And Um, which one of those opponents has never beaten us in a World Cup?
1: I would imagine Ghana is one of them.
0: Ding, 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 ding. Yes, Ghana is one of them.
1: You said how four? You said four teams? Four teams. Four we played the most? Yep. Ghana's and we played them all the same.
0: I'll tell you that. We we played them all three times. Okay.
1: In Ghana, we uh uh, definitely um have lost to them.
0: (laughs) Yes, we've lost to them twice.
1: Yeah. Um okay, okay. Give me just a second. Let me think about these. Um I know two specific games. We have played Portugal. I'm just wondering if there's a third. Um, I know that um, we've played England at least twice. I know. Uh, um, I think that... Germany at least twice as well that I can think off the top of my head. Um, okay. Have played. Okay, I'll say Germany is one of them. Correct. Three times.
0: Three times.
1: When was the third? When was the third? Two 2000- thousand. 14 and
0: 2002. I don't know because I mean it was I I I don't have the dates of when we played them and we either either we played them like before 1960, uh, yeah. or we played them after 19. Uh, cool. What eighty? no
1: we've <laughs> I know we've also played Iran at least twice. Um, hmm. We played Iran a third time. Let me think. Um I feel like I would have heard of that. I think I would know that one. Um
0: Okay, I'm gonna say okay, you've got two. You got Ghana and Germany. I'm gonna say England. England is one. And you got one more. And I'm
1: gonna say I'm gonna say that England is the team we've never lost to. That is correct. Let's go! Oh, I'm an idiot. Of course, we played England three times. We just we just played them in the World Cup. Yeah, we I'm just so played stupid. them in the World uh, Cup.
0: I know. I was wondering if you're going to get that
1: 2010 and then 1950.
0: Yeah, 1950. When we beat them, one. Yeah. yeah, England has never beaten us in a World Cup. We are one one I, win, two draws, zero losses. Germany, we have okay, my... three losses. Yeah. Ghana, yeah, I, we have two losses. All
1: right, let me. Um, this last one. Give me just a second. I can do this. Um, have I mentioned the team already?
0: No, you have not. Okay. We haven't played them in a while that I can remember. It's been. Hmm.
1: Um, I will say
0: five seconds,
1: 10 seconds, 10 seconds.
0: Okay. At least. Well, while you're going,
1: I'm going to say Portugal
0: and that would be incorrect. Uh, we played them twice. Played Italy.
1: Literally, That was my other
0: guest. Three I'm times. Sorry.
1: When did we play him? Other than I know we played in 2006. We played him.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't even have. I don't way, have the dates. We played in front him of me. way back. Yeah, we played been, him way back. That's what I'm saying. We. I don't think we played them since 2006. So. Yeah,
1: I know. I know we haven't since 2006, but we didn't play him in. we didn't play him in 94, 98. Did we? I don't think
0: so. I don't know. No, I don't think to, so. I'd have to go back and look. I had it earlier. I wasn't looking for when we played them just that. But that's that was good. Especially you got you got England and you got the one that's never beaten us. So, yeah, we played a ton of teams twice and obviously a lot of teams yeah. once. You know, we had that well, huge gap. Up. Uh had the huge gap where we just didn't make the World Cup for years and years for like and years. 30 years. years. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think, what, 60 in 1990 or something? Or when?
1: Did we make it in 90? Yeah, we did.
0: Yeah, I think we did. We did. We didn't get out of the group, uh, but we made it in 90. No, no, no.
1: Yeah, see, I don't remember at all who we played in 90. That one, I have no clue who we played in 90.
0: Actually, we may have 94. played I'm thinking we played Italy in ninety, yeah, I think that that's... was the other
1: one i yeah. I knew there was one that had to have been free two thousand and six, obviously, but like yeah. since we've been making them regularly, and I couldn't remember Italy in that group, but that makes sense.
0: All right, well, I was close. I tried. You were close. That is. That's. That's. It's the American effort. It's sort of like the U.S. has been many times. They've tried and they've been right. close, but they have not quite gotten across the line. So that's right. Uh, well, that was good. That was been a been a fun break. It was fun to be able to watch the men's team play twice. Um, next time they play is right before Thanksgiving, and they'll be playing Nations League and. You know, they're probably not big opponents. I think we find out tonight who the opponent is because they were still in the playoffs for that. Uh, But it's big because we actually need to win, I think just at least one of them. Just uh, one of them, I think. Yeah, to qualify for uh Copa America. So they are using which the Nations be, League as qualifiers for which, that.
1: Now that, he might get fired if we didn't qualify. Oh,
0: yeah, if we didn't make that. That that they would
1: might,
0: be. He might. He might. <laughs> <laughs> Let's don't even mention stuff like that.
1: It's true. We will have a a a grief pod if that happens, where we just all
0: yeah just
1: uh. sit in sadness.
0: Yes, that would that would be. But we that's not gonna yeah, happen. We're not even considering that. So ignore what Cole just said. All right. So anyway, hey, that's a good podcast. Good roundup. Um, you know, I think all in all, I think. I just think you've got to come out of this window hopeful. Yeah, there's we've got we've got areas that need strengthening. We've got to find some answers and you know sort of settle some things. Uh, I think you see our lack of depth that when some key players are out, it shows up. Uh, So we still got to develop that depth, and we got three years to do that. We got some good young players out there. But I think all in all, I think it's hopeful and especially I think the best thing is you know looking at who we have up top with Pulisic, Baligan, Wea and Reyna. that's 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 reason for optimism yeah, I agree all right so on that note we will uh we will say goodbye and hey thanks for listening uh, if you get a chance uh rate us. And uh, subscribe, that helps. You can catch us on Twitter. And what's that Twitter? At Americans Abroad Pod. All right. So Cole will keep you up on things there, so be sure to react to him. And until next time, go USA.
1: See ya.